Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 693 for the first of Cheshvan in a regular year. Second day of Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan, so happy Rosh Chodesh once again to everybody. And so I want to ask you guys a question. Have you ever worked with any of these computer programs, uh, like whether it be like Illustrator, Photoshop, uh, even Word or something like that, and you're trying to create some kind of design, let's say, and like me, you're not very sophisticated, you're not a graphic design artist, you don't really know what you're doing, and you kind of have a few different shapes, let's say, and you're working around with different shapes, and one shape overpowers the other so that you can't see what's behind it. So like, for example, you know, like, uh, let's say when I use Canva sometimes to make these, I make the thumbnails for this podcast. And when I originally designed the logo for this podcast, so I used a program called Canva, if you're familiar with it. And so using that for this program called Canva, so it's like, okay, so there's a couple of things that I want to be in that image. I want there to be the words, like the name of the podcast, it is taught. And then there also has to be a background, right? And keyword background, meaning in the back, <laughs> But what happens, uh, I know it's happened to me, and this is actually can be part of the process in creating it, is like you write the text, like it is taught, and you pick out a background, and then you put the background on top of the image. And what happens, the, the words disappear, right? Or whatever it is that was there prior disappears, and the background takes over. So what do you need to do? You need to set it up so that the background goes into the back where it belongs. The background has become the foreground and you want that to go backwards. So I remember back in the day when I used to use like Microsoft Word, there was a feature like this as well, where it said something like move to back, like move the image to the back. So if you're doing like layers of images, like let's say a background image, then you have like a, a picture on top of it and then you have text, you want to make sure that everything shows. So you make sure that whatever's supposed to be in the back is moved to the back of the image. So why am I bringing all of this up today? And what does it have to do with Tanya? Because believe it or not, this is the whole way that we can understand the concept of exile and what exile is all about and that here in exile what we're experiencing is in a place where the background has become the foreground and the ultimate purpose the purpose of redemption is to bring the foreground or what we perceive to be the foreground back into the background where it belongs so we've learned throughout Tanya, if you're familiar with this, that the the, high, the whole idea of back and front, these are spiritual concepts. The back is kind of like the hinds, the, the concealed part of God. It's like when you're giving somebody a present and if you were to throw it to them from behind you, you don't want to look at them. That's like kind of like 
you're, you have to give it to them. Let's say it's like you owe them money or something, but it's someone you don't really like. So you, you give it to them, but you don't want to see them. You're doing it from the back. Let's say you might like drop it off at their office when they're not there. You don't want to confront them. Versus if you're giving something to someone that you love, that you really like, you want to see them. You look at them in the face on purpose. You go to them. You make sure to go there when they're home, when you can see them. And so this analogy of this back and front is specifically used to describe the different types of cre creatures that are in the world that God created. Some creations, namely the Jewish people, for example, are were created in a front way. God loves the Jewish people. He created them. We manifest God's will, God's uh, purpose here in a very manifest way. So God created us in a frontwards way versus other things like the klepos, if you've been following along, like the husks, these are like impure things in the world anything really having to do with negativity or concealment of God, these were created by God. They also stem from God, but from a more backhanded kind of way. It was more like God going to the office, you know, in a time that the person's not there and give, giving the person the money that's owed to them, but in, you don't really want to do it. You know, you don't want to see them when you do it. So that's that's how the Klepos are created. They, they Because they conceal God, because they're so, they are the antithesis to God's purpose, Yes, God created them because they, they have a role in creation, but he does so in a backhanded way. And ultimately, these backhanded objects really do get their nourishment from the front, but that's not apparent. Really, the front, like in the image, in the Photoshop image or whatever it is, the front is the front. The front, the ultimate, you know, when I created the, the podcast, the thing you have to see, what's more important, that background? Sure, the background can be really nice, but the main thing you want to see is the the title of the podcast. It is taught. That's the main thing. And the background only has value insofar as there is that title there, as there is the forefront. So the clipos, the backgrounds, the, the backhanded things in the world only have value. They only receive their nourishment from the foreground, from the front image. So with that being said, with that introduction, let's get into the text and see how the Alter Rebbe explains this and try to keep this these images in mind because I, I think they can be really helpful in terms of understanding some of these ideas. So the Alter Rebbe begins and he says that there's this concept of zelomatze, which is a famous saying. It actually is taken from Echa, chapter 7, verse 14. Uh, and it literally means this opposite this, meaning that everything in this world, everything has a counterpart in this world. So for everything, even if it's a good thing, then there's an evil counterpart to it. So what does that mean? So just like we have 10 spheros that we discussed yesterday, there are 10 crowns of impurity they're called in the Zohar. And from these, this is where the souls of those the, the nations, the, the other nations come from. And they are also made up of 10 parts, just like the 10 spheros. So there's there's a counterpart in that. So now the altar of it brings a pasuk from, uh, from Echa, chapter 8, verse 9, which says, that a man that man rules over man to his detriment. And this the reason why he brings this pasuk is he says that this this idea of man ruling over man in our world that we live in, this is something we see. You know, it's a dog eat dog eats dog world, as people say. Uh, this is elaborated upon in Sefer Gogolim of the Arizal, the, the book of reincarnation of the Arizal, that this is the secret of the Galos of the Shechina, the exile of the Shechina within the Klipos, in order to vivify them and in order to rule over them uh, at this time during Galus. So this idea of man ruling over man, this is this like spiritually speaking is the idea of the Klipos 
ruling over the Shekhinah in our exile. However, if you look at the end of that Pasuk, then it says to his detriment, meaning to say that ultimately the good will prevail and the evil will fall. And so, but right now, the way that we find it in the world, the way this manifests in the world is that we see that the nations of the world dominate over the Jewish people, right? There's still a lot of anti-Semitism in the world. Uh, and we see that this is because the nations of the world, their souls come from Klipos, within which the Shekhinah vest, is vested within them, but in a way of Gullus, in a way of exile within them. And there, he, the altar says this needs a lot of explanation. There's a lot that could be explained on this, but this is the basic idea. And nevertheless, uh, we the Klipos, where do they get their vitality from? These these nations of the world, they receive, they suckle their vitality from the uh, Ahuraim of Kedusha, the backside of Kedusha. So here we're coming to this like backside, the you know the background thing that we we're talking about. Um, as in the matter of one who unwillingly throws something over his shoulders, as we spoke about earlier in the Tanya. So, right. So this is this idea again of like, if you have to give something to somebody and you really don't want to, you like give it to them, like, just like, okay, fine, take it. Like, you don't want to look at them. You give it to them. You throw it behind your shoulders. That's the way that the vitality of the non-Jews and the vitality of the Klipos, how they receive their vitality. And not only do they receive their vitality in that way, from that place, from the backside in a backsided way, even from that, they receive it in this way of many tzimtzumen, many constrictions and many masks uh, that are very intense, many screens that are very intense till the point that it comes and this this uh, vitality can be enclosed in the the materiality of our world. And it brings um, wealth and honor and all kinds of physical pleasures to the nations of the world. So, right, like very simply, you look around at the world and you see that the the world of Hollywood, of, you know, just in general, people have, there's a lot of wealth going around to people that are not the greatest people. A lot of physicality, a lot of, um, you know, indulgence and stuff like that. And it's just like, how is all this pleasure and indulgence and physicality? It really seems like that's what's winning right now is this negative side. And this is because they are receiving, they are right now, the world is in a state of, of exile where the background is in the forefront, right? Like just like in that, like the Photoshop or whatever program you're using, the background is in the forefront, but it's really supposed to be the background. It's really just the background. And nevertheless, the Jewish people, by contrast, they suckle from the aspect of the panim ha'elyonim, the supernal face, which again, face in Hebrew, the word panim comes from that word uh, inner. As it says, So this is a citation from uh, Bamidbar, chapter 6, verse 25, which literally means that God will make his face shine upon you. This is part of the Berkas Kohanim, that Hashem will shine his face upon you. And again, face panim is the inner aspect. And it's also could be seen in this like more basic way of like, you know, if you're giving something to somebody you like, you give it to them face to face, front to front, you know, each one, each Jew, according to the level of the source of their soul until to, uh, to the most elevated, elevated of all levels. So that's, that's how we receive our vitality. The Jewish people, we receive it in this more forefront kind of manner. But again, because we're in Gaulus right now, just like in that picture, the background is in the front forefront 
foreground, even though really it belongs in the background. And that's where it really is sourced in. Uh, and it really v receives a vitality for, from the foreground because what is a background without a foreground? Like the foreground is really the whole purpose of the picture, right? So that's the end of the section for today. And we will continue along these lines tomorrow. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.